Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby and with me as always is our Bonnie lad, Steve. Hi. Here to talk a little Outlander Season 6 today. Steve, how are you doing, man? I am so good. We are talking yeah. Outlander Season 6. And if you know, we did talk about the first episode of Outlander back in March when it first started to air weekly. And then we just got really freaking busy because our favorite show, The Last Kingdom, dropped at the same time. Uh, it was bad timing. Of, it was terrible timing on Outlander to be selfish enough to I pick know. those bastards. Um, Definitely and... <laughs> Outlander's fault, even though they released their first episode before <laughs> The Last Kingdom released their season. Definitely Outlander's fault. And Outlander probably like had it announced when they were coming out way before. You know, Last Kingdom is like the is uh, like Nigel Merchant's just on his phone. He's just like, release today. Um, and he's just... <laughs> but anyway, though, we're talking season six of Outlander. If you want to listen to some of our more in-depth recap of episode one, do that. Um, honestly, I, I feel good that we didn't cover episode by episode anyway. Um, yeah. I, I want to do that in the future, but I'm glad we didn't. Let's start out here like we normally do. Let's give a spoiler-free review. If you guys haven't seen Outlander season six, We'll give you this spoiler-free section. If you want to check the t- the timestamp in the video or the podcast, where we get into spoiler talks, that'll be most of the talk there. So, Colby, what did you think? Spoiler-free of season six, Outlander. Yeah, un- unfulfilled, unfulfilled. Un, uh, you know, we know that the filming did not go according to plan. We'll we'll dive into that a little bit more later. Um, overall, as a season, it was probably my least favorite season so far um and i think some of that might be because of these um filming blocks that they did end up having Mm -hmm. because i do think there were certain times where the momentum was picking up uh and it was like getting really good and then it just it just stopped um so i I definitely was a little disappointed in this season overall uh Again, the acting was great. Again, all the actors do a wonderful job. I just really think it needed a little bit more time. Um, I found myself a little bit bored at times. So a little underwhelming. That's what I'd say. I'd say I was, <clears throat> that's, that's how I would say it. Nothing that made me hate the show. happened. No, no. It's just that nothing happened. And I There's was a lot bored. Yeah. Yeah. And and then when it started to pick up, it ended immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I um I, I agree. It's like I still love the show. Mm-hmm. It, it's not one of those things. I've had other shows that like a season's been so bad that it's like really tainted the show for me. Um, but not the case here. It was just a little bland, I would say. Yeah. A little bland. And and as far as what was going on with the show, too, I mean the pandemic was happening when they were filming this. Yep. Um, and then also you, you were talking about how Katrina Balfe, the actress who plays uh, Claire was also pregnant. So yeah, they're having a really hard time. Yeah. They're having a really hard time hiding her belly mm-hmm. in the show. Um, so I think that played into it. I don't think it was just that. I think it had to do with the pandemic and the filming schedule with the pandemic and that, mm-hmm. um, and they had to delay the filming. And I think they just decided to put out, eight episodes instead of like i don't know what they usually do is like a full like 12 episode season or yeah, something and yeah like um 10 12 i think yeah so um you know they were filming right during the early stages of the pandemic and 
I think that was back when there was lockdowns. It was yeah. the the strategy of what to do was changing every seven days, right? It was you can't yeah. ever see anyone ever again in person. Uh, it, and then to like washing your hands is fine. It was, you know, so I mean, yeah. It, it was changing all the time. So yeah, I there think- was a time where washing your hands was not fine. <laughs> like they were like, "Don't wash your hands. Keep them dirty. <laughs> the dirt will protect you from the vid." But that is not true, by the way. And um, so, anyway, though, I think it was all of those things that led to that, and like, and then when how you mentioned like uh, the pregnancy too. I think it was just the straw that broke the camel's back, like you said. They were just like, ah, we. Wait, we're spending so much money and time trying to just work around yeah. the season. Let's just end it and do the rest in season seven. And and season six is based off of Diana Gabaldon's book, mm-hmm. Breath of Snow and Ashes, uh, from her series. Um, and which just sounds terrible, by the way. <laughs> yes. <I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> but there, so. This covers the book. You know, they do a season per book. This is supposed to be whatever they didn't cover in this season is supposed to carry over to the next. And I remember they as soon as like season six was announced, it was coming out. They also announced and season seven's coming. too. And I was like, wow, they must have a lot of confidence in this season. And now I'm just like, oh, they just knew like they had to tell the story in in next season is is why. Right. So it makes me wonder if they did finish the full episodes in this, maybe they wouldn't have said season seven's also coming. Yeah. yeah. It, so. as, as far as, like you said, there wasn't anything major bad that happened. It was just really slow. Things I did like, like you said, acting was good. I liked seeing some things, some some backstory, uh, we'll say, spoiler-free stuff yes. of things. Um, that Those things were cool. Some um, new characters that were interesting, I thought, too. Yeah. Um, some weird stuff happened. <laughs> There's a couple weird things that happened that we'll get to <laughs> so, um, that are kind of fun to talk about. Oh, so yeah. uh, it'll be good. Um, Definitely so. some still like Hallmark Outlander things yeah. happen in this. There wasn't anything bad. You know, we talked about Kenobi here recently. There wasn't anything that just made me no. feel like, oh, that was bad. And then there's something amazing. There was something good in Outlander that happened. And then there was just a lot of. I would say there's. You can some of the, the best <laughs> i would say this season even has some of the best acting performances from a characters from a couple of different characters that we hadn't seen sort of and, go to different levels and there's um, some great moments depths. too there's some yeah. great moments i cried the I, i'll say the finale was good the the last yeah. episode of the season yeah. was really good episode eight um yep. so let's just get into spoiler talk here so we can get to it yeah, like, should we give a rating on this season? Exactly. Colby, mm-hmm. what is your score for season six of Outlander? I'm going to go with a 6.5. Again, and Satan will pop up and drag you straight down screaming to hell. One of the worst scores I've given for an Outlander thing. Yeah. Um, but I again, I know we're talking between a 6 and a 6.5. I, th- I go the 6.5 because, again, the acting, uh, a couple people went to depths I hadn't seen yet, which was really good. Um. And there were some good moments still throughout the show. And the fact that it didn't really take away from the whole show means that it still was like an okay season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and that's the thing is, it, that's the trouble, I guess, normally with the score. So I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I'm useless. Useless. That's really low. And I, there's, we rarely ever dip that low when we're talking about stuff, but 
um, it wasn't bad. You know, the things right. we have in the past well, when we've rated things lower, there's usually something bad. That... Yeah, I mean, if I, I feel like if I rate less than a five, I didn't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not that I like didn't enjoy watching season six. I did because mm-hmm. it's Outlander yeah. um, and it wasn't like cringeworthy bad like other shows. It was just a little boring this season. That's all. It's boring. boring. Not a lot happened. So, so let's still love the characters. The best part of the season was there was a very limited Roger and um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Brianna. Uh, Brianna. <laughs> Well, actually, before we get into Roger Brianna, let's talk about the music, because um, okay. because that is the very beginning part of the show, and that's you know when we lived together, it was always you were always like skip it, skip it <laughs> every time <laughs> when any show's intro came on. But honestly, Outlander, I loved just watching yeah. and listening to the Outlander intro. Like honestly, I'll agree uh, with you. That's one that you can like enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sit through that one, and this I and they usually remix it some to like each season or you know the the first season that was like the the OG and the second one yeah they kind of did like some 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 francy sounds in it they then, did which like, was good first, it was yeah. very fitting and then like the second half they probably kind of put like a malicious sound to it too yes um, because they were going into the army um, mm-hmm. but the Jacobites. Yeah, um, season four had the Machine Gun Kelly remix. Uh, <laughs> freaking great. Yes. Um, awesome. I can't wait for Doja Cat to be in the next Doja one. Cat's going to be season seven. You heard it here first. Sing me a song. <laughs> Lassie, I get Lassie, it. Lassie, I get it. <laughs> so what I didn't like this season, though, is they put a guy in it, <laughs> which is like... Which I'm is... Gro- I normally I just, don't complain about the, like a guy being in anything because I'm a guy, obviously. But um, I I like the the woman's version. It's just mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I agree. I I just didn't like this version. Like it had nothing to do with it being a guy for me. No. It just was this person's voice in particular. Just, just didn't didn't work for me no, and my taste. Other people might have loved it, but I uh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I I think generally the fans aren't a big fan of it but you know and again that's no insult to the 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 singer performer who who was the new guy on it was just i like the original and yeah this sounds different i look maybe up- it maybe that's a big part of what it was too was just that like i was expecting something different but I what never i got i never got and used i didn't to it, couldn't get used to it like maybe if he was the one who did it first because it's not like it's like he's a bad singer or anything he's no. very, very good but uh Maybe if he was the original and that's what we knew at the beginning, Mm -hmm. maybe it'd be different, but that was just one change that uh, I agree. I I couldn't get into. I looked up why, and they said it was because this season tells more from uh, some more male point of view, like more of Jamie, more of Roger than it does. Fergus, maybe in Fergus. So, But especially, I think it was Jamie and Roger that that was the article I saw was talking about. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't know if that was 100% reliable. But to me, I was like, okay, I can kind of see that. Um, Maybe even the books, you know, maybe this is even something that's based from the books that, because I know the first season, or the first book, rather, I think it was all Claire's point of view. And I think the later books, you start to switch between Claire and Jamie. So maybe this book was more Jamie, you know? 
Could be. I mean, because I thought at some one point in the season, I did not feel like Jamie was necessarily the focal point of the show. No, and there's been other um, seasons. Sort of the middle. The beginning, he certainly was in the beginning because we yeah. get that awesome flashback all the way back to Ardsmere. Yes, and that that's... Yeah, like, I, mean, I was just saying to myself going to the season, man, I, I miss the times where you just get to watch Jamie get whipped in the back. <laughs> and I just wish I could see that again. And guess what? <laughs> we got it. We got it. Thanks. That's all we wanted. No. That's all we want, Outlander. More Jamie whipping. Just getting whipped. No. Just kidding. And, like, uh, even when they were whipped, did you see, too, when they're, like, like, anytime someone's about to whip Jamie and then they see his back, they're just like, Oh, come on what's the point <laughs> yeah <laughs> but really awesome intro to the show like back in time i was like confused like oh crap like yeah, back like, at ardsmere again i gotta like get my brain like refigured because if we look at our timeline <laughs> are we <laughs> is this so, just a, is this just a flashback in the show or did jamie go back to no <laughs> could, if jamie touched the stone would he go back to 1742 over Jamie would go back to the pyramids dude he'd go back to the Egyptians and the pyramids yeah he'd be in like 1242 (laughs) or he'd go all the way to the pyramids yeah exactly uh speaking of Jamie though this season uh his his big arc I would say this season was was kind of interesting but not a lot happened with him um other than once he got accused of uh rape and impregnating the the uh the daughter extraordinarily um, frustrating very frustrating um he was he was working um still for the the major major mcdonald yeah um and he ends up becoming he becomes the indian yeah. agent um yeah, yeah for them um for major mcdonald originally and then eventually he switches back to being a rebel again because he's like well I, my wife knows the future and it's it's cooler to be on the winning side. So yeah, that's no, but, exactly what he no, said. But he's he's always a, he's always a rebel, right? So he I, yeah. I I like that he was like back in Scotland fighting the redcoats, and then he has to like come over here, and then he has to deal with them again. You know I what I mean? No, I know. It's, but it's really cool because he's gonna win this time, and mm-hmm. and he knows it, and he knows it. Doesn't it take the fun out of it though? But it. Was it still yeah, fun like losing though, or know. did it make? But it probably, it probably made the loss more fun though too, because he's like, "Well, I know we're gonna." I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that was probably I'm confused too. Why you said like they decided to do that song for the show because it didn't feel to me like they were telling more Roger's story and Jamie's story. Mm. They did have like Roger become like the minister, right? Like mm-hmm. he started giving a bunch of sermons. They like had a point where I think they almost seemed to made it seem like he was going to cheat on Brianna at one point. Yeah. With, um, he was like helping out at someone's house. Like, Oh, you're spending an awful lot of time at this person's house. There was a widow who came, uh, with, I think Christy in his group mm-hmm. when they came. Mm-hmm. And so she was a widow and just needed help. And, and Brianna, because she's from the future, um, and knows things and where women are treated more equally and things like that. She's pretty much independent at the house. So he's like, well, I'll go around and, do stuff somewhere else then yeah wherever needed so and he's just a nice guy too right but yeah. but uh yeah jamie does end up becoming the rebel but he, nothing big oh actually some things kind of big happen um with that him and your big buddy lord john gray 
Yeah, uh, the man. Yes. That, that was fun reuniting. Um, and John Gray's actually comes to check out, make sure Jamie isn't uh working for the rebels. That's what he's being accused of. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they help this this shop owner from being attacked by some of the people who are starting the rebellion. Um, and then Jamie just breaks his heart by telling him he's going to the meeting as one of them later that night. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was interesting there because they're generally same yeah. side, same team, but um, just there, there he goes again, going, going to the Jacobites, going to the rebellion. I know. I, know. I mean, and John Gray is, you know, through and through. Um, he's British, British, you know, British and Empire all day. There's a lot of interesting things with too with Jamie being the Indian agent and him sort of not being sure if he wants to give the guns to the Indians, and he kind of upsets them at first with no. that. That was um, a more interesting episode, I would say. I would yeah. say the first two episodes were fair. Was that the first two? Mm-hmm. But the first one I thought was a decent setup, and then this one yeah. here. I um, agreed. I thought the first two got the, the ball rolling, and then it dipped, and then the end was picking it up. Just kind of like sometimes that happens in a season with like over 12 episodes is yeah. you get like a little dip in the middle, and then like at the end it, it gets, and then you think of it as a great season. Mm-hmm. Um where I just don't think this season had the chance to do that. I think it was going to happen though. And right. So Jamie's kind of, he's like, do I really want to give these guns to people that I know in the future might just turn around and use them against me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he comes to terms with it. Once he starts hearing from um, Ian, who kind of opposes Jamie's opposition to giving the guns. Yeah. Um, And also just from, from Claire learning about the the mass genocide of the native Americans. He's kind of like, let's give them what we can then let's let's, yeah. let's let's help them out and that was that was a fun episode because we also get um what one of the things i thought was interesting this season was more backstory on ian yes, young ian. yes. um because we remember he came back after being taken in by mm. the mohawk i'm um, at the end of what was that season four yeah and and he came back in season five and he now had a mohawk and he's dressed up all Native American um, like and he's got the skills and he's quiet, but he's also sad. He's and changed. He's he's changed. Cha- yeah, he was sad. Yeah. And I, I don't think we ever really found out what happened. I think I was kind of leaning towards maybe his wife died or or was killed. Yeah. Um, but it turns out the the same oh, Keratun. Keratun? Yeah, I don't know how to say Keratun? it. K A H E R O T O N. Sorry yeah. for butchering that character's name, but we saw him back when he had actually taken Roger back in season four. He was one of the yep. Mohawk uh, Native Americans who had taken Roger back up to the tribe in upstate New York. Yep. Um, you know, fancy living in, in upstate New York. And, That's right. <clears throat> and then Ian um, is the one who gets traded at the end to go with them, and he passed the final test. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. So maybe one of the all-time Outlander moments, by the way. It was really awesome. Uh, and we got okay. to see again. We got to see the flashback and his sort of after after he got accepted. They're just like, all right, let's start painting you up. Let's start shaving that head. This is super cool. That was pretty cool. Um, and then we but find then out the pain. Oh, this hurt to watch. What? What? Ian. 
Oh, but his, you know, his wife or yeah. what? Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was like, yeah, like what else happened? I can't no, yeah. no, what happened with him, like, and like, the, I, like, he couldn't have a kid, right? Like, yeah, it was him and his wife couldn't uh, bear a child. Yeah. And, and eventually they just exile him and she gets back with this carotene guy. Um, the the pain. And then she has a baby and it's just like, oh, damn. It felt like, awful for Ian. Yeah. Um they they usually I I think in shows usually just so show the woman being, you know, infertile or sterile or or whatever it is that might not be able to have a child. But so it was kind of I that's what I was expecting as I thought it was his wife. And I was like, it's not mm-hmm. gonna change. She's gonna have with this guy. Nothing's gonna change and they're gonna kill her or exile her too or something. Right. But it was like nope right away. Yeah, Damn. a lot of people assume it's the woman's fault, but this time it was Ian's fault. And it was Ian has it's got that oh, slow so. sperm. That's yeah. So, so that was uh, tough. It's um, really hard to see that. And then you could understand his his demeanor when he comes back. Like I remember he came back and it was like he it was almost like he had PTSD. Like it was like he saw some things, but this explains a lot. Yeah, it was just a cool episode too because they're they're at this sort of meeting area and there's this other like trapper trader guy who who insults keratin and there they go to have a duel then and he shoots early and misses and so then they're like all right keratin it is your shot now and he just walks (laughs) and he could have just killed him you know he could have just walked up and killed him because the guy turned early before the they were doing a gentleman's duel with yeah pistols um so that was pretty cool then too uh, to see that that was a pretty cool moment from the show um anyway jamie did end up after kind of hearing uh, a little bit more about ian's backstory and like you said what claire he ended up giving the guns um another big part of this season had to do with a character that we met in episode one named uh tom christie now we met him at ards maria prison uh when jamie was there and he, and you remember how jamie was like when we met Jamie and Ardsmir back in what was it, season two? No, season three. Right? Yeah. And um he was like the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and he like rose up to being the guy. I think Tom Christie was sort of the guy, right? Before yeah. Jamie was the guy. Mm-hmm. And Jamie saw him in the prison uh foreman like doing sort of cool secret little handshake thing, like tapping the the palm and mm-hmm. jamie took notice of that and was just like oh crap okay this is this is some cool secretive shit that i like and i want in on um and and, and end up uh jamie becomes a, a freemason and tom christie also being a freemason they create this sort of brotherhood at the prison where they united and i know we covered a lot of this right in our season one or episode one talk mm-hmm. but um that's where we meet tom christie and tom christie gets to see jamie get you know the lashes and stick up for uh a weaker man an older man who was the one i guess deserving of the lashes at the time because according to the prison guards he had a a tarpon what do they call it the 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 colors uh, tartan 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 um they had the colors so um but he has had beef with jamie since then and then when he comes to yeah yes the, the camp then in present day or not present day past yeah. day but current timeline 
right that the show was in, in the future from the flashback at the beginning of the show so so remember claire was <laughs> was over here in right. in in 1942 and then she goes back right 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 1742 of course <laughs> of course and then she goes through a period of time there and then she comes back to the 1700s lives out more of her life goes but, back but, but tom christie this whole time has just been over here oh, yeah. just straight straight no jumps yeah, this no this, this is Claire. <laughs> this is Tom Christie. This is Tom Christie. Yeah. Now in in the show, the sh the show <laughs> has done this. We we start here, then we go back, we go back and back. And right. Back, and, then, and then here, and then here, and then and then this season, of course, we start out here, and then we go to here, but we don't go back. But but nobody at that time, even though the show started here, nobody did this. No, 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 no. Let's make that clear. So, <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> that would have been too much. I don't know. No, no, never. So, anyway, if we didn't uh, do it this this season, talk that would be a waste. It would be a waste. I thought it was. I thought it was funny though. Like he, when he does show up, and like the ad, Jamie had gone out, like and had sent out word that, like, yeah, any of my brethren from Ardsmere Prison will be welcome on my property, and so uh roger was there to meet because uh, jamie was out doing something at the time that tom christie showed up and roger like took the liberty of just being like oh well then yeah like sure you can stay like welcome welcome in and like the look on jamie's face when he heard that like roger gave permission for for tom christie to stay it was just like oh no and like as soon as you <laughs> see tom christie you're just like this guy is gonna be a pain in the ass you know what i mean he's your stereotypical witch hunting religious um twerp who it just is really frustrating and i thought a lot in this season like and i do think his character grows i think it's an interesting growth and it's it's a little bit of like two steps forward three steps back it's like it's like <laughs> oh oh cool cool oh no shit he's still a shitty guy Oh wait, he's growing. He seems more understanding. Nope, he's still a really <laughs> nice he's, guy. Yeah, um, he he would do like something nice, and then he'll go and he'll like uh, whip his daughter's ass. Yeah, um, with with <laughs> right after that, or yeah, like there was a point where like him and Claire got on like a, like good enough terms that Claire could be like, oh, you know what? Why don't you take this book? And he like takes it, like oh, okay, cool, this is cool, and then sends back like this is filth and it's just like oh damn very pious he's very very pious. very pious um but it's it's a it's an interesting character i think like i don't i thought he was a great actor and um as irritating as he was on screen i think he did add a lot to the show this season yeah um and him and his two children yeah malva um and alan yeah and, and alan who yes uh, talked about He's from Merlin. He's um Merlin. He played uh Mordred, is that it? Mordred? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. Mordred. Um and and he's he started out he was like a thief in the show and yep. then and then he gets punished and then he just kind of really is doesn't do much throughout the rest of the season until the end mm -hmm. um when Jamie gets accused and then he's just one of the people that's just hating on Jamie. Of course. Um, of course. And Malva is a very interesting character. She has this sort of like innocence about her at the beginning. Um, she's this just girl who's just been raised by this 
abusive and pious father. Yeah, she's um, like, and, I'm pretty and cute. And then, then her dad yeah. beats her and you're like, oh man, it sucks. And yeah, and like Claire, I think, is sympathetic toward her at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And even like in like I think Malva was showing interest in what Claire does, and it's like we're you can't really figure Malva out through this whole season in the beginning. It's like, okay, is she really interested or is she like a pawn of her father mm-hmm. who's like trying to spy? You really can't tell at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Claire sees her and feels bad for her and how she's raised and does want, you know, yeah, to, to do right by her and, and do good things for her. So um, it's really interesting, too, because her dad um, is definitely a believer in witchcraft. And in this season, once again, Claire is accused of being a witch because she's a healer <laughs> and because she isn't created this ether. Yes. That will put people to And sleep. also this funny funeral uh, scene that happens. Oh, too. my God. This is crazy. Yeah. She's, she's like, oh, she's not like, dead. She's still alive. You just have to check her pulse. And then brings brings the woman back to brings her back to life. You right. Know? Right. So she said the woman had an aortic aneurysm. Hmm. Um, at this funeral thing that uh, I think Roger was presiding over, and <laughs> and yeah, so it made it look like to these people that uh, don't know anything about s- medical science that Claire resurrected this woman for a couple minutes. <laughs> it was a pretty wild scene too, even like to it watch. Was a, that was a, a funny. It was funny, and it was, it was like then it was like good hearted too. Yeah, because um, like she's saying goodbye and. They're, they're kind of playing with the idea of, you know, what if you actually got to be there and hear what people said at your funeral kind of thing, sure. you know? I think um, she was upset too, what she was buried in. Like, <laughs> like she wanted to be buried in something different than what she was, which is pretty funny. And she was just like, <laughs> just instantly wakes up and starts like bitching at her son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good scene. It was definitely a good scene. That was fun. Um, but, but, you know, Claire again is being accused of being a witch. It's like, man, this was season one when was that <laughs> yeah season back season one back in season one the Man. when she saves the the kid who had i think seizures or something yeah. and, and mm. it was the the priest was like no he's possessed yeah. and, exactly and um she's now created this ether that's going to help her with surgery she's going to help her put people to sleep so she can help um because what claire likes to do she likes to help people she's she's taking that hippocratic oath and that counts people if you go back 100, 200, 300 years, that oath is still valid, even though technically you haven't taken it yet. Boom! Mind blown. Um, so anyway. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, uh, let's just jump on to Claire here then. Okay. Uh, we're, we're talking about, you know, we talked about in our spoiler-free review about how the season was kind of boring. Not a lot of stuff happened. Um, and we're mentioning a lot of things that happened. I would say the big letdown with Claire is she was one of the the things. She didn't do anything. You know, she was like going around. Yeah, she was like treating people, but it wasn't really much of anything. And how you mentioned the ether. Again, that was the help with surgery to, yeah. to and, and medical treatment. But it was also for her to take so she could sleep because she had PTSD from obviously from the it just the atrocity that happened at the end of season five. Oh my God. <clears throat> I can't even believe that happened. 
Diana Gabaldon, why are you like that? It's like freaking mean. To, I, know, like, I think we complained about this already, but like it's like Claire's been through so much, and you feel like at that point at the end of season five, it's like Claire, the her worst days are behind her, <laughs> and like one of the most horrible incidents happens then you know i know she's like an old like, woman yeah. now too it's like yeah. why would you do that and we'll get to fergus later but but that also deeply affected fergus in this season mm. um that incident but let's stay on claire here so claire yeah she's like abusing this ether and i found this whole flashback so um what's a tom brown what's his name um yeah it's brown i forget what his name is it tom um, brown I feel like it's not Tom Brown. I don't know. Um, but uh, so her yeah. former, so the guy who um, raped Claire in season five keeps really appearing creepy. to her. What's that? He's a really creepy. He's the creepy he's brown very, brother. Yeah, he's a really good actor, but man, can he play a creepy guy? <laughs> and it was kind of scary at times, like when he'd show up in a mirror or something. Or yeah, Richard Brown's brother. We forget his name, but yeah, yeah, he, he, and that was. And he kept appearing to her the part of this PTSD and this trauma that she experienced. Um, she'd wake up from dreams of the incident. She could not sleep. And so she'd take this ether to cope with that. And obviously that's not a very healthy thing to do. Um, and people, you just find her passed out in that little bed that she has in the, um, in her, uh, medical room there. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was becoming a big issue and Jamie started to pick up on it. And, um, she like her functionality was affected because of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it really affected her ability to like, I think, think clearly and kind of be the 100% awesome Claire that we need her to be. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously when something that traumatic happens to you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have to oh, go yeah. through something like that, you know? But I mean, it was just, I, I think like how you said before we started podcasting, it, it became just sort of a, for the show, it was just very repetitive. Totally. You know, it was, is going about her day, sees, sees Brown, um, you know, messing with her head, whispering things to her, takes the ether, naps, or gets alcohol and naps. or um, And it was just, that was it. That was the show. That was her arc over yeah. and over again this yeah it this just season. seemed repetitive yeah I, I would say she didn't really come out of it or anything you know I, I would say she had more of an arc from her rape in that episode than she did this whole season where she's mm. traumatized then she says she she has worse things in her life and she's going to focus on those things and this one it was just that cycle over and over again over and again, yeah and again would that probably happen if totally. that happened probably but probably. for a show for eight episodes to keep doing it you know that it it's it wasn't it just wasn't interesting you know yeah but it, i guess it did have an impact on the outcome um like it was important that she was still taking the ether up until the later episodes of the season when uh malva is found dead in the grass yes which was wild which was crazy because like claire remembers seeing malva like walking up i think before she takes the ether Mm -hmm. and she falls asleep right yeah and then she wakes up later and goes and finds her dead well she has a dream where she 
basically says, stop saying these things about my husband or I'll yeah. fucking kill you. Yeah, that was wild, too. He's like, you get my husband's name out your, out your fucking, fucking mouth. mouth. It was crazy. Um, That was cool. And it, it kind of created this cool thing in the later episodes. And this is kind of where I thought the show, that might have been the point when they find her dead, that the show and that vision were started to pick up. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if that was episode six. I think it was the end of episode six when that happened. And um, it created this cool thing in the next episode where you didn't really know what happened. Right. Yeah. It was like, could Claire have done it? Yeah. That's could exactly. Claire have maybe just not remembered doing it. Like, Maybe she was in such a altered state because of the ether that she like, I don't know, people sleepwalk, people do stuff and don't remember it. Yeah. It didn't seem likely. She was like Claire... so high or what or inebriated, right? That's yeah. She, yeah. Like, is it no. possible? Um, so it kind of created a cool little uh, dynamic in the show. Absolutely. So that is one thing it did. Yeah. It was just frustrating. I think maybe I was just more frustrated with it that she uh kept going back to it and it uh something frustrating yeah for sure but it, I, it was repetitive it was repetitive you know like the season two after jamie's horrible rape and torture and psychological mashing by um that the the evil the evil man um oh my god i'm blanking his name uh oh jack black that's right jack black black jack randall oh jack black randall and and um and that and that was only the first half of season two though that they they did that right so it was him being afraid of claire and having flashbacks and those sorts of things so again it was only half the season and the thing is with that too time was passing during that time right too so it's, it's not like they're saying oh we got better in four days or four weeks you know it was they were yeah. on their mission for a while. Same thing here they could have done with this season is they were doing something for a while and and maybe she moves past it. Um, yeah. I would say, you know, they they could have had the murder and the twist, you know, several episodes earlier. Um, so that ether and everything and her her and her trauma was still into play, but now we have something interesting hooking you in. Right, right, right. Well, I think you needed more time, I guess, also for Malva to do stuff because Malva um, was a horny little bitch. She was, yeah. And she, <laughs> I think maybe the most frustrating thing that happened was when she got pregnant and then blamed Jamie. Yes. So it was Jamie's. And it was just like, Jamie's been so good for so long. And people still believe, like, he's been these people's leader. Like on this place, and Tom Christie has been this guy who's come and planted this bad seed into people's heads about Jamie and like cast a doubt. Um, I think it's also like because Jamie had to become a little bit more authoritarian with Tom, like because Tom was starting to like set up some religious stuff, and Jamie had to kind of come in and be like, Yeah, okay, it's a church, but it's also for everyone, it's mm-hmm. also a meeting place, it's also a maybe a school, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, trying to like not put him and his religion down but like be more inclusive as a society yeah and also and not have just, a him start like a place of power for himself exactly right? so, making sure tom doesn't get too powerful because because this is uh, fraser's ridge you know not fraser's Christie's ridge. ridge it's not christie's ridge um tom christie's just been trouble ever since he got there and so malva to accuse jamie was wild and then 
for people to freaking believe it like really irked me and like how is no one gossiping too because like she's so horny she's like going around you know like jamie at one point he's like i'm sure there's a lot of men courting you you know you're so pretty and, and young and, and she's like oh please don't say it to anyone and then and then she like and how she figures out what jamie looks like naked is she sees jamie and claire doing it in the stables just rocking mm -hmm. the horse yeah, house. Yeah, she's like spying you know? on them, and yeah. it's like, what is this girl doing? Yeah, she's like, this is where like she's been shady this whole show, and I've been trying. Like, I'm always trying to figure her out, you know. Yeah. And I see her, I'm like, is she really just trying to escape her father, or is she a little like evil inside as well? I mean, I, she even talks about her her own mother was accused and killed of being a witch, Malva's mm -hmm. mother. That's right. That's right. And you know. Yeah. And then we, we see Malva too, fucking Mr. Henderson. That's right. In the, in the church. And again, uh, Roger walks in on her and she immediately just turns into a bitch. And like, he's like, you can't do this in here. Like, come on. Yeah. He's like, your, your brother and your dad are literally walking up here in a church and you're, you're banging a married man. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, if you say anything, I'm going to, I'm going to tell everyone you're screwing the, the, uh, the, yeah. the widow. That you're helping out, and he's just like, oh, 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 oh. and she and because she, she understands will. here, these people believe freaking anything. I know, and <laughs> like, she she walks out the back, and then Mister Henderson, like, is just like doing his belt <laughs> and comes out and is like, hey, Tom, Christy, do you want me to help you load up anything? And he's like, oh, sure thing, Mister Good, Mister Henderson, help me. Out. Like, literally, just got done banging his daughter. Um, Jesus Christ! So. Ugh. But it's just like, how is no one talking about this though? Like, how is no, um, how is like no one like, oh no, it it wasn't Jamie. Like, there's like six other guys who might be that the the father, you know? I know, uh, and it's just like it's a small town. Be, it's Fraser's yeah. Ridge. <laughs> Fraser's Ridge, and it's like Jamie's been just and and to for everyone to think Claire killed her too at the end is like. It's just so frustrating. How many people does she have to fucking heal before you I know. <laughs> I know. Before you, you know. get all the way off her back, you know? It's like crazy. for real. You think they had earned like their respect by this point. They've got I their know. own like city um developing here. So I, I don't frustrating, that's, but that's people though. But you know, uh, uh Malva was not the only one who was horny this season. Who? Lizzie. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about weirdest moment of the season. This is this is funny. It was and funny and weird, and I still don't know how I feel about it. Like I don't have a twin brother, but like I don't think I'd be cool with it. I don't think I'd be down with it if I had a twin brother. No, 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 no. Um, but she does them both. She does both of the Beardsley boys <laughs> and tries to marry. It does marry, I think, both of the Beardsley hand boys. Handfast both of them, gets, yeah. Oh, the handfast. She gets tricky with that because Jamie is like totally. When Jamie finds out, Jamie's like totally against it. He's like, this is freaking weird. And like, no, one of you has to leave. He tries to make one of them leave. Yeah. And then he says, well, you have to marry one then. And that's what and she gets handfasted once with yeah. him. Yeah. And he's like, it's all right. Because she, she got pregnant. Yeah. And he's pregnant. like, all right, I fixed this. You're hand-fasted to this one. Yeah. And then she goes to Roger in the middle of the night. And she's like, hand-fast me and him, uh, the other brother. And so then he hand-fasts the two of them. And yeah. he's like the acting reverend here recently. So, so it works, right? Um, smart Lizzie. 
Get, oh man. Um, by the way, we got to meet Caitlin O'Ryan, who plays Lizzie at the um, Kickass event. She was so nice, so oh, very so nice. nice. Same with uh, Lauren Lyle, uh, Cesar Domboy, and um, um, Tim Downey and uh, Tom Brittany. They were all super nice people. Yes. Um, but Caitlin O'Ryan was like especially like especially very nice. Yeah, very nice. And uh, so, um, and she talked about this like the incestual three way that she is having with uh she's like lizzie grew up this season i know that was so Uh, funny you Uh, know those the the brothers are played by the same actor it's not like twin brothers it's it's the same guy i mean it's not like hard to believe but i just i didn't know if they were twins or if it was the same guy wait what yeah uh paul gorman is josiah and kezzy beardsley Is that right? Yeah, I, I looked. I I found that. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like I was wondering, because he was originally going to the thing. I was like, oh, it's so weird that he's going and not his brother. Like, why would like they? Why would they separate that? You know? And wait a minute, this can't be the same Paul Gorman. This is sixty three years old, and I didn't know that. That's wild. I didn't know that either. I thought they might. I have just twins. Assume, Why wouldn't you just get two twin actors? It seems harder, right? Especially because they're in a lot of scenes together. Yeah, but I did notice like there were definitely some scenes here where they were not together. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> there were scenes where they weren't together. And there was, so there was two types of scenes. There was, <laughs> there were scenes where they were together and ones where they weren't together. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But Lizzie um, was in all of them. Yeah. Yes. All and, the Lizzie was in. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was that was her big arc this season. Not really other too much else other ha- helpings with that here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about though. We talked about Claire, her nightmares with the Brown, Richard Brown. If you remember, uh, yeah, his brother was the more reasonable of the two back in the previous season, and when they brought his body to him at the end of season yeah. five. Um, one of my, again, I hate the moment where Claire gets raped by everyone, but I love the moment where, when Jamie asks her, who was it? And she just like, pretty much like indicates all of them that Jamie just turns out and said, kill them all. And they just fucking slay them all. It was awesome. Because they were, they were all dicks. Even the guy who was from the future didn't help her. You know? Yeah. I don't know if he was in on it, but he at least didn't help her. So he's exactly, it was surprising. You think he would. What a piece and of I'll tell you what, I was a little, I was pretty satisfied that the brother of, of Richard Brown, um, what's his name? Oh, God. Or, names. Yeah, I have an easier time remembering Last Kingdom names than Hellander <laughs> names. <laughs> but, um, but Bad Brown. What's his name? Bad, bad Guy Brown. No, no. Well, um, Richard Brown. Richard Brown was this season. The brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Bad Brown. Um, when he goes to Richard Brown, I was actually a little satisfied that Richard Brown, like even though he brought his brother's dead body, was understanding. He was like he was allowed. That's yeah, that's what I think he said. I think he's, he's and like, allowed. and I understand it, but he is my brother, and so... so I'm contractually obligated to avenge you, avenge him, and and get revenge. Yeah, I have to. Otherwise, it's just in the it's in the contract it's in that the contract. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, binding scene. Um, <laughs> and so this season, he's on the safety patrols, <laughs> <laughs> which has done no safety 
no progress in in the safety in the area. But it's it's um, really called like the safety inspector. Or, it's something yeah. like that. But he's it's I it makes me think of the safety patrol. I don't know about you, but I always wanted to be on safety patrol when I was in elementary school because they had the sash and they were like it's power. It's a powerful it's position. Power. And then it's <laughs> I finally got on it, and a girl started throwing marissa galbraith i'm throwing you under the bus here you started throwing snowballs at the rest of us and then we all start throwing snowballs back at her she goes inside tells the librarian mr adams that we started throwing snowballs at her because she started at us and then we all lost our safety patrol except her God. that's malva right there so screw you marissa galbraith because safety patrol was like my elementary dream i finally get it for one goddamn day i think she knew that you you didn't need that power i think she she knew what she was doing and she she saw it was a danger and i think that probably the rest of the students in the school applauded her for what she did in that on that day see i feel like it's made me more tyrannical since then and i kind (laughs) of want revenge now you're jaded i'm jaded jaded I like, want power um, so I can now do evil to like compensate so like next for that. time you'll become like safety patrol Sauron next time you oh, get your sash. I, like you'll I, be <laughs> if I'm ever on safety patrol again, I and I will. I, I am like gonna start undermining everyone else and and yeah. and just oh man. But I am still mad about that, by the way. I'm not even kidding. I think about that <laughs> on and off, dude. Like I just told my mom this story like last time I was home again. And um oh anyway, my yeah. god so when I, Richard Brown right <laughs> Christy you know Ugh. but anyway though he's this this season and he you know he's the one from the first episode who like comes in and like uh tries to ruin Jamie's you know cool Fraser Ridge thing going on here with the yeah. with the major um and then eventually ends up making Jamie then whip uh who, what's his name again uh Chris alan son. alan yeah, and for stealing the powder horn exactly and, and so he's just being a dick all season he's like shooting at young ian one time in the woods his his men and and then it it comes around then to the finale after claire mm-hmm. um is accused then of murdering uh malva because she was trying to save her and covered in blood and and she's now accused Jamie. She tried of, to save the baby. She tried to save the baby. So that's part of why she was covered in blood is she found all the dead and tried to like dig into her to see if she could save the baby. And so Richard Brown is one who sort of starts off the finale then when he comes to try and arrest Claire. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I already went with one of you before. That is not happening again. Um, right. Which I think was smart. Even though he says later, you know, after he separates her from Jamie, and I was like, "Is if this happens again, I'll write a stern letter to Diana Gabaldon if if she rapes Claire again." Um, but if, like when they were taking her away, I was like, "What? Are you, like you can't you can't do this again." And he's like, "I'm not going to do it. My brother was allowed." I think he says that again. Yeah. And, uh, but he's like, "But this is for my brother," and that's when he, you know, he takes her away to prison. Um, so that's that's his role this season. Um, who else? We, oh, before we get into the finale stuff too, let's talk about. Roger and Brianna this season too. Uh, you mentioned they weren't in it a lot here this season, but they are still some main characters. You know they they yeah. were all they they started here. So remember Claire started here. Oh my god! Went back to here. Went back to here. Goes to here. Here right. Uh-huh. Roger and Brianna, 
And okay. then she goes back to here. Not yeah, here. but where does Brianna go? Brianna goes to where <laughs> Claire is here. And oh, then, and right now the both of them are here. Also, Roger then later comes here as well and now he is on the same amazing that maybe we've talked about this before that they go to the same time yeah where like other characters like um what was her name galus galus went went... A bigger jump like she was born she went later and galus went wound was... up earlier than claire yeah claire left from here to here and remember galus so claire was here galus here claire went from here to here Galus went from here to here, you know. Uh -huh. So if you if you look at those lines, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it is interesting, and I and I think the show. I don't know if this was from the show or if I read this summer when I was looking up why. I think the at least the the writing excuse for why that is is because it's about when you're how you're drawn to someone, yeah. and like that's so that's how you go. So. Brianna was, you know, drawn to Claire, and that's why she went to when. But again, why didn't she go back to like 1742 when she was in Scotland? Why didn't she get drawn to that time period when Claire was in the past? You know what I mean? Or was it because Claire had already gone to the past and come back to here, so she's not in the past anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel, anytime you start digging too deep into it, you're just going to... It just goes crazy. You're going to so, come up with a pile of ants. I know. Um, or or uh, haggis, you know. Or haggis. Or haggis. You're going to find some or haggis. Praying mantis, by the way, on my front door when I got home. Fun fact. What'd today. You do with them? What'd you do with them? Gigantic. Yeah? This big. I swear to God. Huge freaking guy. Scared the shit out of me. Like I'm like looking down at my keys, like fobbling with my keys to open the door and it's on the screen and I look up and it's just staring at me like it, like it was like sideways and it literally turned its head like that. Like you want something like you shall not pass. It, it was like, I just like opened the door and I was like, I am going to go inside the apartment now. And I just shut it really fast. So it didn't eat me. Um, I've seen those things eat birds. Really? I'm not that much bigger than a bird. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, look it up. They'll, they'll, eat, like, they'll eat like birds. Cool. Look that up, people. We'll, we'll link a video in the description below. Um, but they'll catch them at least. They'll, they'll catch them and then they'll chomp on, on them. them. Chew on them or something. <laughs> they do catch birds, though. They, 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 they're I'll, that I'll quick. And yeah. Anyway. Um, who were we talking about? Roger and Brianna. They are in why? Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, like we said, Roger's acting reverend here, uh, which is I think is cool for him to like sort of fill that role out. Um, it's cool. It actually, I, I like adopted father. I've figure. hated on them, but in the past, and I think Richard Rankin is a great actor. Yeah. Um, but. They were better this season for sure. Although he uh, he was annoying when he let Tom Brown or Tom Christie <laughs> stay. Uh, he was annoying. Yeah. Uh, but he but, didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I he didn't know. I mean, he was like, yeah, he said everybody was at Ardsmere can stay for sure. Yeah. 
I but mean, I would say overall this season, he he's less annoying than, than in past seasons. It would be very tough being a man back then, you know, and he was someone who, you know, was from, you know, modern It wouldn't be times. tough to be a woman back then at all. <laughs> no, 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 not. A, <laughs> no, I, but I'm just saying, though, I'm just saying, though, you go from like modern, modern life where, you know, you can go oh, to the yeah, store yeah. and get things. You don't have to worry about fighting other tribes of men. Or, yeah. or or being in a, you know, even then, after the 40s, there's no war there's on American like a, soil, you know. A certain ruggedness that you can't, unless you grew up like that, you can't that would like, be, match it. You can't exactly replicate so. it if you were born in very comfortable times, growing up fairly comfortably like Roger was. Mm-hmm. So that was always like the moments. And then the moments where he's like, doesn't want to have sex with Brianna. Uh, unless she marries him uh, like right now like those are the moments him doing that and then just having a tough time being yeah i think courageous. i was so annoyed with them when they were fighting a lot and it just seemed unreasonable it like was... it seemed like one of them would be reasonable and the other one would be like lashing out and then it would be like it would switch like the yeah. other one would be reasonable and the other one would be acting out and yeah it just like it just like guys get it together yeah but this, so this season what i like is He's he's masculine in the sense that he like knows what he wants to do, yeah. and he's just he's he's in charge of you know being the reverend, and he's uh, he's being a good father figure to yep. to their. He kid. saves he saves a baby from the river. He saves uh, Fergus's baby. Oh, uh, we'll we'll get to Fergus's baby in a second. Yeah. Um, and so and then him and Brianna though don't really do much. Brianna, I would say, does even less. Uh, I think she like yeah. works with her mom some and. And figure some things out to sort of help the town with things, but generally, uh, doesn't they were do less much. prominent than Marceline and Fergus. Oh I yeah, say. I would say for sure. Because I I found sort of after revisiting the show, I thought Marceline and Fergus were probably the most prominent thing that stood out to me this season, or among the most prominent things that like when I looked back on the season of strong acting and and. It, interesting storylines yeah definitely for um, sure so we'll, let's get to that in a second here but but, um, but i agree with you i think it was cool that roger found his sort of calling at this time period mm-hmm. um and it kind of let him fit in more to the time period yeah exactly that's it he's like fitting in now yeah. um and and then so again one of the things though that happens though with two of them that i did like that i really loved this this moment the three of them uh towards the end I forget where they're going, but they're they're going somewhere together in the woods, and the the son has lice, so they need to cut his hair, and they find a birthmark on yes. the side of his head, right above his ear, and Roger starts explaining what it is. He's like, "Oh, that's nothing to worry about. That's just a birthmark. It's 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 congenital. It's uh it's genetic. You inherit yeah. it." And he's like, "Oh, my dad had one, and I have one," and he's like. Uh, <clears throat> and so that was just awesome. I'm, it was I'm awesome because I'm because to up now just I, I, about you know they made the kids sort of look like Bonnet exactly. Like he had blonde hair. A lot of kids have blonde hair when they're kids, and then they yeah. grow out of it. And mm-hmm. blonde, Bonnet had the blonde hair, so they're like, yeah, it really seemed like it was Bonnet's kid. For it a while. seemed like and they I were. That's they, what they were committing to. They thought, yeah, right. They were committed to it being, but they're going to raise. So that was awesome. To see because he Very was raising satisfying. 
regardless even even if it was bonnets even if it was a child of rape he's like whatever i'm gonna do it and um yeah it was it was really satisfying when that happened and then he's like i'll get a haircut too i think so we can have our matching birthmarks out so we know roger's gonna be bald next season um (laughs) yep Um, i don't know how (laughs) bald with a beard roger yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He might look. He know. might look awesome. Dougal. Will he look like Dougal? Might we'll look see. He Roger grows a mean goddamn beard. He, he grows does a mean beard. If he does one thing well, it's that and giving a... sermons and giving sermons and impregnating his wife. I think, and impregnating his wife that he actually did. It just took a while to find out. Yes. yes. And but I think and I the... think they had a they had a pretty 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 good sex scene between two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, plot twist. Good plot twist. Plot twist. twist: Bonnet also has a birthmark. Diana Gabaldon would do that too. She would do that. Oh yeah. Speaking of Next Dan, season. I almost said Dan Bonnet. Speaking no, of Stephen Bonnet, I know Stephen Bonnet. He's dead now, so we can't even find out. You yeah. remember though? They had his like eyes in a jar in that yeah. one, that one uh, bar or something. That one time, do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, Ooh. why? <laughs> I was like, why not? Like he, like remember he got shot in the head in the in a lake. Yeah. Like, like who went out who there? Swam and out there. <laughs> got his eyes with a spoon. <laughs> why? Like, oh, um, but you know, it was cool Bonnet. though. Stephen Bonnet yeah. was in the season. Just you know? have a little piece of Bonnet in the season, and that was cool. And they they put up the actor's name underneath the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, method. Anyway. He's method. Yeah, he's method. Like he actually had his eyeballs scooped out. Yeah. <laughs> they interview him and after the season, he's sitting there with sunglasses and the stick. Yeah, no, I, I really uh, enjoyed being part of the season. I was glad to be asked back. I uh, wasn't expecting it, seeing as I got shot in the head last season. Um <laughs> so I thought I thought the fans really enjoyed my cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just happy to be back. Just happy to be back anyway. I can. It was really you know? worth the $400 um, I got paid um, yeah. to give up my eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. For a brief scene. Um, so let's jump then to, uh, like you said, one of your most memorable moments from the season here uh, with Ferguson Marsley from. Yeah. Um, memorable, frustrating, um, redeeming at times. It was. Fergus has been sort of a, a favorite character ever since he showed up and had grown up in the show. Oh, for and, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, he's a staple of the show. He is a Fraser. Like, I love that moment. That's one of my oh, favorite moments from the show. Yeah. We talk about in our season three talk, but yeah. when Jamie and, and, gives him the name Fraser when they get married, yeah. that, that was amazing. And just like Claire has demons this season from her traumatic experience, Fergus has demons that he's battling. And the first, actually, and I would say he kind of has more than one demon or, or um, come out this season, but he's sort of not around in the beginning. And Marsley's really frustrated. Marsley has bruises on her arms. And it's weird because you're like, you think to yourself when you're watching this, there is no way Fergus beats her. Like that would be like, that would be like Woody from Toy Story. Just <laughs> on, 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 um, on Bo Peep. Like, no way, dude. Fergus is too sweet. 
Um, come to find out that the bruises are because Fergus is dealing with with his his frustration by drinking a lot of alcohol, and Marsley is actually a little aggressive with him when mm-hmm. he drinks alcohol and starts like mm-hmm. physically like hitting him, and he holds her so she stops hitting him. And those, I guess, from holding her, she got the bruises on her forearms. That, yeah, that can definitely um, just gripping. I remember uh, just gripping, and some people bruise easily too. Yeah, like, I remember Becky. I was when I was palpating her ankle or something when we were like in lab yeah. back in PT school. Like she came in and like there was just a bunch of bruises where my thumbs were like digging in to, around her ankle. I was like, Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I didn't like, I was just trying to fill your navicular. Yeah. I, know. I remember <laughs> when I had to bail you out of prison for for battery. Oh, oh man. But, um, great friend. Great friend. So anyway, she bruised up and that was concerning. Um, yeah, but it was like, what? Then- and we see Fergus, and this dude looks whipped. Like, he looks just beaten down. And it come to find out, he is feeling a tremendous amount of guilt for not being there to protect Marsley. Mm. Um, and he, Marsley even says, like, well, I could defend myself. I didn't need you there. And that makes him feel worse. Like, she's trying to make him feel better. That makes him feel worse because he's like, you shouldn't have to defend yourself. Like, I should have been there to protect you guys. And I wasn't. Um, and he's beating himself up for it. It's, and it's like, it's, why are they letting him run the distillery too? When he's I know. clearly an alcoholic. <laughs> I was thinking that. Like, like everybody he just like comes. It. He like comes away from it, just looking like yeah. five o'clock shadow, hair all fucked up, like pale white, oh. like huge bags under his eyes. And Jamie's like, "How's it going over there?" He's like, Ugh. and he's like, "All right, keep working." <laughs> I know, I know. I was, like, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I know they're just letting him do this. It was frustrating. So it comes to time because remember, Marshall's pregnant, and they're going to have a kid. Um, and I guess she's got to have a C-section. I think, like, like Claire's thinking, like, "Oh my God, this kid is not um, turning not the right way," or the you know, she's not opening up here to to come out. So, um. I might have to do a C-section and these times a C-section is extreme. Like it's probably going to die. No, you know, if from losing too much blood, if they do a C-section. So, um, they go to find Fergus and I think it's uh, Roger, right? Yeah. Roger has a, like a heart to heart kind of bro thing. Like she Mm -hmm. needs you right now. Like Fergus steps up. Fergus fucking steps up. And fucks his wife <laughs> until that baby comes out. Um, no, but he did. He came when he needed to be there. He, was... <laughs> he came. No, when he needed that to be came there. out wrong. That came wrong. He <laughs> arrived at the premises of Marsley. When... <laughs> God damn it! Not that premises. In the room. In the room where it happened. Um, he was there and and it, at the time it was like okay like he he did what a good husband needs to do <laughs> just <laughs> lay some pipe and <laughs> Claire was like you need to fuck that's, that that's baby out of her that's the solution for everything that's, that's all we know how it. to do <laughs> that's all we know how to do <laughs> I said, you you know she it was claire that said it but it was like definitely a guy that taught her that he's like yeah sometimes if the babies are coming up you just need to stick a dick in there you just need to you just need to you just need to put it but just put a dick in there i know i was i was like confused what was going on at first because he like started like kind of i think 
sucking on her titty and then <laughs> it's like wait she was giving birth <laughs> and it seems like uh, he's coming around then too like exactly after the birth so. and then he goes in and he sees the kid and he's like and he's holding the kid but well well this look on his face when you're watching and he's like looks mortified while he's holding the kid and it's just like what mm. reminded me a lot of vikings I just thought, like, yeah, this is this is Ragnar when Ivar was born. Yeah, right here. Like, this is like maybe he watched that scene, you know. Um, but Fergus like walks away like distraught, and Marsley gets the baby and loves the baby. So we're trying to figure out what's going on, mm. and the kid is um, has dwarfism. Mm. So come to find out later, like. More demons haunt Fergus. So Fergus actually had a friend from the brothel who was a dwarf as well. Uh, back when he was, was at the, and he said he's more worried for his son's future because he saw how that um, person was treated and like they were exploited for being short and for being like a uh, exotic sex yeah. um, guy. Like, and then he was he like found his friend um in the street with his throat slit so he's got like some trauma from that specifically and he knows how this kid is going to grow up being bullied and treated differently his whole life and then of course the episode starts with him being sent down the river by some kids um because they think he's evil and uh, i know and it was the kids that did it and his kids i think this goes back to tom brown i think Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess I looked at it as Tom Brown has been like starting to fill this town with sort of like messages of like evil and the oh, devil. Oh, Christie, you mean Tom Christie? What I say? Fuck me. So I think this goes okay. back to, I think this goes back to uh, Tom Christie a little bit too. Yeah. Because it seems like he's starting to feed this town with like tales of the devil and witchcraft and um, demons and like they, all these kids said like the baby was. A demon because it was a dwarf or something like and they didn't want to touch it they tried to fucking kill it <laughs> yeah i think it was definitely him that was riling up this like i don't stuff. think he necessarily yeah if he directly told them that but he definitely has been planting seeds of this crazy religious fanatic yeah kind of the stuff, judgmental so. of things that are different is what yeah. he's been doing so yeah and that's that's when uh uh roger saves the kid and then it sort of just pushes Fergus over the edge even more, like you said, remembering his his friend, and then he's also doesn't have a hand, so he's always been self conscious of not always, but he's been self conscious of that. So right. I'd say the since since he's had to sort of step up and become more involved in like the combats and and defense stuff with mm -hmm. Jamie. Um, and the rebel stuff, I think he's always been a little more self conscious just since then, yeah. Um, in the show, and I would so agree, he's, yeah. So he's got that, and 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 like you said, with uh, his feelings of guilt with Marsley, and now he's well, got his kid doing this, so and then he, he sees him like wandering off with a knife, right? Yeah, and that's he's wandering off into the woods with a Jamie, knife. Jamie, Jamie does, scene. right? Yeah, yeah. And he confronts him, and and Fergus is basically like, I think they'd be better off with a uh, a father. And he was who can actually his, his defend wrist. them. Yeah, he slits his wrist. Um, 
better off with a father who can defend them. And and Jamie coming into bro mode here for a bro moment was great to problem. remind Fergus of like all of the awesome shit he's done and how like good of a husband he's been. How he's like just been an awesome all around dude. And Jamie's got to like just push that into his skull and remind him. He's like, didn't you see seasons two through five? Like, and yeah, you're great. <laughs> you're a great character. Yes. Um, and I think it helps. I think that's when he Fergus does finally start to turn again, right? Yeah. He's still just not the same Fergus the rest of the no. season, though. We don't see him or, or Marcy a lot more after that. Right. Um, but he still doesn't ever look the same. He's always looks disheveled and um, yeah. just terrible when you see him sweaty he, and like, you can just tell he's different from the seasons before but that was i would i think i could be wrong i think that might have even been a moment that wasn't from the books that they added mm. in but it was one of my favorite parts of the season was him and in the confusion of marsley and then gonna go yeah. kill himself and, and it's weird to call it a favorite because i did not like seeing Fergus i didn't like, like it that. No, no 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 but it was interesting it was interesting it was something that kept me engaged in the show yeah and uh so yeah that that was that was pretty much resolved then with that he goes back home we don't really see much of them rest of the season yeah uh Uh, like we said then we we see things uh jamie gets accused of uh impregnating uh malv and then uh and it pisses me off too because the shit jamie even did for tom christie in this season i know like like Tom Christie's got wicked trigger finger. Yeah. Um, and Claire's like, I just got to do a trigger, trigger finger release, easy surgery. <laughs> um, and like, she offers him the ether. She offers him alcohol uh, and like a stick to bite. And he's just like, nah, I'm going to read this scripture. <laughs> and the pain is so bad that they like, can't even read the scripture and freaking Jamie, even though he doesn't like believe in like what this guy is like doing. Yeah. Um, goes and starts reading him the scripture, and he puts a hand on him, puts and a hand on him. It's just like, and then Claire, who, who he's been hating on, calling a witch. But you know what I think it is? Is I what? think Tom Christie likes Claire, and I think that the fact that she's like so independent and smart, and like does do things that makes him think she's a witch, I think confuses him. I I agree. Yeah, I think he's but, like really confused. Because like then she's smart, yeah, and and he and she healed his hand, and he's like, well, those are awesome, wonderful things, but all the other things that I'm judgmental of make me hate her. So I think he kind of it makes him hate himself then for liking. It's her. complex. It's deep and complex, and yeah. also he's you got the sort of like why too. He goes to her for it wasn't because like he couldn't open a book. It was because he couldn't whip his daughter. I know. Oh, this he's is like, nuts. He's like, oh, my hand. I can't whip my daughter. Well, and I think she had offered to work on it before, and he refused because he doesn't. He believes in. I think he, like, believed that God gave him this for some reason that he didn't know. And, like, that's why he didn't want to work on it yet. Yeah. Because cause this is what God wanted, and he didn't believe in her medicine as sort of witchy and not his style. So... But but when he can't whip his daughter, like that's when it's just too far. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, it's so well, messed up. God wants me to whip my daughter. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. And then, um, 
too he like has this demented mind like he just assumes because jamie read the scripture to him during that like jamie was doing that like as a power move or to like show that i'm better than you even though jamie just do it i think claire said like jamie would do that for a stranger like it's not that jamie's just a nice guy he's like trying to prove anything to you by reading you the scripture he's trying to help you yeah so then when he's one of the people then that's even accusing claire of murdering malv it's kind of like dude like like he lets you stay here and you're an asshole i know but <laughs> like, i do think he came to turn i think he like i don't know i think so, he deep down knows she didn't do it though yeah you know so, and one of the things that leads to christy is this uh um before where he sort of in, seems like he's on their side with this trial then is um richard brown then and the safety patrol come up to arrest claire yeah murdering malv because that's what everyone's saying and of course he just wants to take any chance he can get to fuck with the frasers because of yeah, his brother of course so he rides up with his crew um and he says he's there for claire and jamie goes out to meet them they start beating him and uh they send a guy in the back to try and get claire and she's like no way i am never going with one of those brown brothers again man i'm not going with one of those guys ever again and so when his guy comes in there to get her she's like screw hippocratic oath bam shoots him in the stomach sends him out oh yeah rides out with the uh the the flintlock yeah. and just starts blasting dudes and this part was in like the intro video to like oh. every every episode and i was always like what when is this gonna happen like mm -hmm. this looks intense and it was it lived up to the hype. this was a great scene she storms out and just starts shooting um yeah really good really good yeah, and jamie kicks some dudes asses and he goes inside and they just start it just feels like an old like western or like pioneer shootout movie at this point man i was loving this when they're just husband mm -hmm. and wife getting the guns and going out the window just shooting at guys um, it was yeah. frustrating though it, it kind of ends when richard brown comes up and like waves a truce flag and like and basically just he just he, he's like i'm just gonna take claire for a trial we won't hurt her you mm -hmm. know and jamie like doesn't shoot him he shoots around him i'm just like why don't you just shoot him in the face i you know? know i was like well, like you, uh. you've already shot one guy at least i think they've shot it i think they might have shot a few other guys so it's like shoot this guy this is the, the guy leader. we need to like, shoot yeah they'll all leave and this is the guy this is the only guy who's like forcing this stuff you know maybe there's another guy who's yeah, maybe but, but this is the one who there's definitely not anybody else in the show named brown that is too <laughs> obscure of a last name it's too um, obscure. you know too, too random you know so that's probably my favorite moment from the season yeah, I would the say. standoff, I think, uh, you know, this is where I was like, OK, we had like the murder happen. Somebody murdered her. It was crazy. They have these accusations. It's frustrating, but it's interesting. And now we're getting this like shootout, like things are getting good. Yeah. And I even I like the moments after this, too, just with Claire and Jamie mm -hmm. um, at night, then holding out and they start going over Jamie's uh, like past lives. Essentially, they say 
he had a fortune told by him that he was like a cat or something like that with nine lives. And they right. go over, how many times have I almost died? And they start counting through and they're like, oh, six, six times. And uh, so like, oh, you got three more. So mm-hmm. whatever happens next, you know, you'll be all right because you got at least three more here. <laughs> and I was like, in my head, I was thinking, all right, let's just say that's all he's had. Okay. F- first of all, I feel like there's been more, but let's stick with that. But like Claire, if if she's a cat, she's not a cat. <laughs> and she's like died, like almost died like a million times over. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like first season alone was probably nine lives, right? Like mm-hmm. at least once an episode, there was someone trying to kill her or, or assault her or something. Right. Right. So, um, but I, I still thought it was a good moment. And I'm willing to bet that's going to like come back into play then somehow. The fact that they brought that up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, in some later season or something, but they eventually then, even the people of Fraser's Ridge are like coming up and like, you guys are evil and you're you're the ones <laughs> who did it. And and then Richard Brown's like, I don't know. It's just all these people agree with me. And even though it's been me who's been shouting the rumors to everyone around here. And <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and then so they all agree jamie's guys roll up then too um with some guns but you know what i was like i was like come on why don't we just like start shooting in the crowd you know i mean like like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> no hear me out hear me out <laughs> no 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 i want to hear any more of that <laughs> listen we got all the good guys roll up these are all the bad folks right these are the people mm. you know that they're the ones who are lying you know, it's probably one of those guys out there really accusing Jamie, who's like the one yeah. who impregnated and killed. Because we don't know who killed Mal, right? We don't know. No. We don't find out this season. So one of those people who's, and I am willing to bet they're the one leading the charge mm-hmm. for this, right? But anyway, though, they decide, don't do that. Like, if you take both of us, we'll go. Um, but like, someone has to come with us to make sure that you just don't kill us on the road. Right. Um, I like this point. Yeah. And it was then it, that was when Tom Christie steps up and he's like, mm-hmm. there's been enough death. I'll do it. And that's when he's just like, oh, okay. I, and I feel like he's like keeping an eye on Claire. Yeah. I think like that's a who. weird sort of protective eye on her mm-hmm. in a yeah. weird way. It's like, it's conflicting because he's also accused her of killing his daughter. And I think he deep down knows that. I don't. Yeah, I think he knows it wasn't them. It wasn't it her. It just doesn't seem like Claire, and he knows Claire decently at this point. So, and they uh, they begin riding off then to go to trial. The next, the closest town, um, they're doing the revolution, so they don't have any. Just do the revolution. Your yep. mustache looks really cool like that. It looks really cool right now. I was just noticing that you should do on the, the camera, like. I, I kind of, this is like a, this is a discovery moment, people. Like, this is like a new look. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, I just, it's like, I noticed like this side, I, I don't know if I scratched and like the mustache went up like that. And I was like, oh, you know, a, cool. lot of, a lot of, and then I did the same over here. I know I'm thinking what I might do now, but like not get rid of the beard. Like yeah. I might go like trim the beard, but Shorter. not the mustache. Yeah. Let the mustache grow in thicker. So that way I don't just have a mustache, but like yeah. I can kind of go a little like old West style, like with a mustache yeah. and like a roughy beard. 
Yeah. Maybe keep a, like a patch here. I, I don't know. This I'm is, all about this. This is history happening right this. here. I'm all about this. <laughs> this, is, this is wild. Like now I got to start getting some <laughs> mustache wax. You should. I was just thinking, I was like, you need to wax it. So I'm like never going to look the same again. Like That's I'm, awesome. I'm thinking this could be revolutionary. Like I could wear this look for years. You really could. Okay. I'm, wow, I'm glad we shared this moment together. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is fantastic. This is great. It doesn't really matter because I have to wear a mask at my job anyway, so nobody can see my beard. That's <laughs> why I've been partially why I don't shave it as often as I used to because I just don't have to. Yeah. Um, you know, wild thing too. Hmm. Like the mask is from here, right? Like covers from here and here, right? Yeah. When I started working at this place, I had a full beard, right? Just like this. And it wasn't until I took my mask off probably months later for the first time to take a sip of water that people were like, whoa, you have a beard. I'm just like, my mask, like, I can't tell I have a beard. But people have done it to me too. And the thing is like, I still have like this hair poking out underneath. You know what I mean? I know. And, and like, I'm, I'm nowhere near as dense as you here, but I still have had this hair at my last couple jobs, you know, yeah. it and is just, clearly not like a must, like a sideburn that stops. And like, no, for you, it's like super obvious. You have a full beard too. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Like for me, I'm like, maybe it's not very dense here. Maybe, but like for you, yeah, that's uh, people are just not really observant. It, that it's just crazy. Cause people don't look at me ever. I think is what that says. Yeah, no one looks through the no one looks Nobody notices me um until the beard. People have always only noticed my beard. But anyway, though, Mr. Uh Christy goes with them along the way to the trial. The first trial, the first town that you try to go to trial is is not in session because there's a revolution going on. So they have to go over to another one. And all the way to, you know, uh Richard mm -hmm. Brown is like saying. It's going to be a fair. That's what he's telling people. He's like, it's going to be a fair trial. That's what he like tells the townspeople. That's what he tells Claire and them. It's I like, know. It's going to be fair. That's what he tells Tom. And as soon as they're out and away, he's like, Claire killed a person. He killed. She killed a girl and ate the baby. And like, <laughs> and like they're riding through like this camp of just like degenerates. And he's just like, and in our truck, we have Claire who killed a woman and sold the baby. And and like everyone's like, ah, and they start throwing rocks and like mm -hmm. Jamie even like punches a guy out. Um, mm -hmm. and it's and it's Christy then who like makes everyone stop. I think he shoots a gun up. Also, Christy, yeah. like here, I start I noticed too, I couldn't tell if he was just like angry about what was going on or if he's like ill now. Yeah. You know? And mm -hmm. um and but anyway though, that that like keeps happening everywhere they go uh richard brown just like yelling it's her she did it yeah eventually they they come to a place and they separate claire and jamie and he sends jamie with some guys and then he takes claire and that's where i'm just like oh what if we do this again like i am just I gonna find Diane gabbled on and like poop on her front porch Jesus and... Christ. <laughs> <laughs> if she wrote it right and i mean <laughs> my pooping on her front porch is nowhere near as, as bad as what she's done you know yeah. the oh people 
Yeah. Anyway, though, so she goes and she gets locked up in prison. Yeah. And Chrissy comes over and he's like, he's like, and she's like, can you please check on Jamie? Like, they're gonna kill him for what they what we did to his brother. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna just stay here and make sure you're safe. That's all I'm gonna do. And so Jamie then is left all alone with these guys. And it's interesting because I'm thinking, oh, I remember what I was going to say early on when we were talking about yeah. uh, Aidsbury is I was thinking, are we going back to Scotland with Jamie? Because they say they're sending him overseas back to Scotland. I I think, yeah. I don't know if they were going into slavery or what, or I think maybe even the guy I talked about maybe killing him or something after they sold him or something. I, don't, I can't remember. The guy was a douche though. The guy yeah. who was a, uh, who was going to send him onto the boat. And, uh, and I just love this moment here because yes. normally when bad things start to happen in outlander, the bad thing happens before anyone gets saved. So like, like no one gets saved. Like it's this moment that happened. Like, I don't know if it's ever happened. Well, except that one time Claire saved Jamie from, uh, uh, Jack black, like the first time, um, yeah. from prison. I was like, that's the only other time I can think of like before a bad thing happens. But even then it was still like a bad thing still kind of happened. Right. You know? um, it just, it just didn't get as worse. Or when, when Jamie saved Claire. That's what I mean. Yeah. When Jamie. Oh, saved Claire. oh okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. That's what, that's, through I don't know window, if I said that. Through the window. Yeah. Through yeah, the yeah, window. Yeah. When he came through the window with the gun, yeah. but it turns out the gun wasn't loaded. Um, and they just leave Jack black laying on the ground alive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but anyway, though, um, and here we go. We've got, um, and we see him. He talked to young Ian on the way when they did stop for camp, when he was still with the main group, uh, Jamie did. And now young Ian and a group of Mohawk are, are showing up on the ridgeline, mm -hmm. just shooting down on the beach, killing these asshole guys. They ride down on the horses. And, and also to one of my, I thought it was going to be one of your, your favorite moments was mm -hmm. when uh, uh, young Ian shoots a bow into a guy, or an arrow into a guy, and then we we scope on him and he lowers the bow. Just oh, yeah. Like, just like Edward did. In, well, I said it watching it live. I was like, oh, Edward moment. <laughs> Edward. Edward moment. Edward from uh, Last Kingdom season four. Season four. Tetan Hall. Tetan Hall. One of the best moments of that battle. That was the, That's what we decided was our best moment. Rock, yes. paper, scissors. We did. We did. A lot of great moments in that battle. Yeah. But great Outlander moment. One of the shining moments of the season from Outlander season six, for sure. Yeah. Happening at one of the last moments of the season. <laughs> um, I, and I was literally man. like, here we go. Here we go with the show picking up. Um, because then right? they, they go down to the beach and the last guy ends up getting Jamie held like sort of a hostage holding mm -hmm. a gun to him because Jamie's just tied to a post right now. Yeah. And, and I, I love look, this moment. This one oh, yeah. Mohawk warrior just starts like rolling up on the guy and and uh it's and you're just like, what's gonna happen? And, and the guy like puts up his hand then to stop him and he just shoots right through his hand into his eye and kills yep. the guy. And uh that was awesome. I love that. Was that. Crazy. that was one of my favorite moments from the from the mm -hmm. show, which is that and I'll tell you what, um it felt like it was getting really good at this point. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. This now episode we're has been solid. This episode has oh, been yeah. so good. Probably, yeah, easily the best of the season. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is great. Um, season's getting better. 
It's going to finish strong. And I was watching it week by week at this point, right? So yeah, she's, I, episode eight comes out. I was like, oh, great cliffhanger. Can't wait till next week to watch it because I did not know. I had not read anywhere that it was only going to be eight episodes. Oh, man. Um, and so the next week came by. I was like, oh, maybe they're skipping a week again. Oh, uh, oh, next week. And then I looked it up and I saw <laughs> it's done. I was like, you're kidding me. Yeah, it, it literally just they, they get Jamie free and they ride on the beach and it just ends. It's just credits. There's there's usually at the end of the season, there's like a voiceover from Claire, like near the end saying like, and I learned that the heart in time and time is the thing and precious moments. And like, that's like, there's something like <laughs> something along those lines <laughs> is what she says. And like, there was, there was none of that. There was no nope. talk. There was no like cutting. It was just like riding on the beach done season over now. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there wasn't like a wrap up of like showing where everyone was and like how it was just like done. Yep. Um, and that, ma- that makes it so obvious that they were literally like, we're running out of money and we are tired of dealing with these COVID restrictions and setbacks and financial limitations. We are done today. This is all we have shot and we are done. Um, I know. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Tough place place to end it because you just got the momentum going. You just got me on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. ready for more and severely disappointed. There was not another episode after that. So, They've been filming season seven this year, 2022. Yeah. So I, I think I think they might have wrapped recently-ish, or maybe they're still going. But I, so I think maybe 2023. We'll have Hopefully out. it's like a 16 episode season to make up for. I think I heard it's going to be longer or like longer episodes or both is what I think I heard. Maybe. I hope so. I hope um, they they redeem for, for ending it early. I know it was outside of their control. Yeah. But um, but it Let's, really like. But still, I, I think they could have edited a lot out in the middle. And I, honestly, I think I would have liked the season better if it was even shorter. Like, yeah, if, if it was yeah. six episodes where we have the accusation earlier on and mm-hmm. and we have the the going off to the trial, the shootout, maybe even break up the shootout from the final episode and have a shootout in the episode before and then the rest of the episode. Um, you know, to sort of break up some of the action and keep that momentum going. But <clears throat> anyway, too. Oh, one big thing we forgot to talk about. They at one point it was the same episode as. Let me see. It was the same episode as we see Malva screwing Mister Henderson in the church. Oh, oh. A couple of things we didn't mention in that episode. Yeah. Uh, but one of them, though, that the first one I was going to mention, speaking of prison, though, is we see a guy whistling a future song in a cell. We don't see his face or anything, though. But it's it's just... Represent. Gotta represent. That was it. <laughs> That's future, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but it was a, it was a song that oh. wasn't of the... the <laughs> So, like, remember, there. Where was the song on the timeline? The song, the song <laughs> probably originated from here, right? But where did Claire originate from? Claire was more here. I can't lower this. Which finger, finger is Claire? Oh, Claire is my my ring finger. Uh huh. On my right hand, 
Uh huh. And of course, the the prisoner is my index finger <laughs> of my left hand. Um, right. This is my left hand for those watching. Um, of course. So he's here singing a song from here. Claire was just... first from here. Now, because she went back and and now. Wait, which song here. was it? Was it the Aberdeen song? I forget what it was. It's like. No, no. I mean, was it Aberdeen <laughs> or was it was it yesterday by the Beatles? Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like which? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay, he, said, he whistled both those exact songs. <laughs> okay. Uh, he... Yeah. Anyway, though, so I don't know what that was, but that there's a guy. That's important to know. But we'll see something with him, maybe. Otherwise, it didn't make any sense. Also, that episode too, the beginning episode had a flashback awesome. with Bonnie Prince Charles um, actually doing. The moment from the song. So the the song, the opening song, yeah. sing me a song about a lad. In the the original song that the Outlander right. song is based on, is sing me a song about a, a lad who is gone. Say could that lad be a? And it's actually about Bonnie Prince Charles dressing up as a woman to escape the country and go to the Isle of Skye. Um, and we actually get to see him dressing up as a woman and getting past the uh the redcoats here, mm-hmm. going off sky. Um. Which I never thought we would see in the show, and it, it didn't really make any sense why we saw it, you know, because um, it didn't really impact the episode at all, unless maybe that was him in the cell and he's from the future now or something. I mm. Yeah, I don't know, but it was cool to see. I also it agree. Cool it just see. seemed out of place. There's maybe a little fan service. I, I think it's fan service. You know what I bet it was too is that they were like, "All right, well." We can shoot in this remote area and we can get this actor, you know, and we can fill up some runtime in this otherwise uneventful season and we can show this scene, <laughs> you know, right. is 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 what I kind of thought. But it was cool to see, you know, it was fan service. Um, yeah. But it was one, that was one of the flashback moments I thought was kind of cool. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all the big moments. Um, again, there's still kind of a lot to talk about from what did happen, but it was really spaced out. And I would say mm-hmm. other seasons have had more eventful things. Other episodes, I would say, had more eventful things than half of this season did. Yeah, um, A single episode had more than this half of the season. So yeah, there was a whole dysentery epidemic that happened that was completely forgot about uh, it. Gross. <laughs> um <laughs> um but yeah so that was claire got a haircut from that you know claire got a haircut um which was not a great haircut no uh you know one out of ten recommend one out of ten Uh, recommend (laughs) that barber or stylist so yeah yeah. overall you know again not the greatest season there were outside factors that impacted i think it could have been a great season had it flushed out the end um I think that's what it was. You know, it's okay to have slow moments to build, but when that's the bulk of the season, that that hurts it. That hurts the score. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, like, like like we said with the first episode when I was watching, I was like, this is kind of slow, but I was like, you know, this is a good build though. Like we got yeah. we got to see some flashback from from yeah. Scotland Outlander. We we're, we're getting these the stuff. So 
I'll still be very excited for season seven to come out. I'm still excited. Love love the show. And with Um, the momentum it has going, I hope they just keep rolling into the beginning and and whatever else next. Um, I know. I probably have to go back and rewatch at least that last episode going into this mm -hmm. one just because it was so epic and uh, dense. And dense and this led right into a huge cliffhanger. Or you could just listen to this podcast because we just recapped all the big moments for you, everyone. And this was Um, way more way more interesting really no i'm just kidding (laughs) um yes but let us know your thoughts maybe you love this season were we wrong were we looking at this wrong what the hell's wrong with you they had a the show one of the episodes was called the world turned upside down and they didn't address any um revolutionary war stuff although we did get that news clipping about the boston tea party from claire they were like hey there's some interesting things happening (laughs) like it's happening it's starting (laughs) and it really is it's really is starting obviously that preceded that was just the very beginnings of the revolutionary war so it's about to go down it's about to. and if you want to go down you should (laughs) check out (laughs) anyway um yeah that's it what was your favorite moment from the season i think favorite moment was claire comes out blasting I, that was mine too it was definitely felt... the, yeah. the the honestly the whole finale i thought was was yeah. pretty good um it felt like a it felt like a classic outlander episode with even more action i would mm-hmm. say than some other outlander episodes have had the, the shootout was great other than jamie just not shooting Br- richard brown for some reason yeah um the character motivations of christy being what he is is interesting and then the the escape at the end with young ian um that was pretty cool so and in the talk between i just love seeing claire and jamie be on good terms with each other you know i know i just i that's and it's honestly it's it's like i think for the show it doesn't create drama but i like again like the last kingdom because it's when the bros are tight i just like that and well what's your bro moment of the season Bro moment of the season would be Jamie probably keeping Fergus from killing himself. Same. Um, that Same. was that was just an awesome moment. Uh, it doesn't doesn't feel like there's a ton to pick from this season. Yeah. Um, I think Josiah Je- Je- and Keziah Birdsley had a few bro <laughs> moments themselves this season. Uh, <laughs> I think they had a lot off screen. <laughs> Lizzie had a lot of bro moments this season um, that we didn't get to see. Uh, but <laughs> I hope we get some deleted scenes. Anti-bro moment from Jamie making them split up, bros. That's an <laughs> anti-bro moment. Like, <laughs> like they're all consenting to this. Someone has to get married. Someone's got to get married, and someone's got to leave. Like Jamie, stay out of it, bro. They're, they're all consenting. Um, not okay. Not what okay. happens on the ridge Fraser's stays on ridge. the ridge. Not true. Not true. Not true. But should be. Well, it should be, but Jamie doesn't have that. So, so yeah, let us know what you think. Did you like the incestual three-way um, <laughs> relationship? <laughs> Did you not like that? Um, just let us know your thoughts on that specifically, and then um, enter a few times and tell us any other thoughts you had. If you made it this far into the YouTube video, make sure you comment incest below, um, and we'll give you a, a like, a thumbs up, a heart and uh a thousand dollars one thousand pesos um so make sure you you uh like the episode here subscribe check out 
our kick-ass video where we mm-hmm. uh, we did get to meet the uh, some of the actors from uh, Outlander as well as Last Kingdom. There's mm-hmm. no interviews on it, but you get to see some stuff. It was fun. Make sure to check that out. It's different mm-hmm. for us. Um, like, subscribe, and it's like we always say, Kobe. Goodbye. Goodbye.